Hey there, you're listening to Movies Not Music, the bi-weekly Waves on the Shore series where Jaron walks me through the wild world of the film industry. We're so glad you're here today. All that's left to do is kick back, relax, and enjoy. We're not biased, we just don't like bad music. So, Evan is uh, the 2022 Motherweight <laughs> Champion, apparently. Um... He informed me of this about five minutes ago, uh, shortly after I took a dump. Um, this is why I while I was eating the chili podcast, lime. What sunshine. is going on? <laughs> this is why Jaron takes the sideline for the intros because that was disastrous. However, you know it was not disastrous. I, I, <laughs> or you know what's not going to be disastrous? This intro because I'm doing okay. it. <laughs> right. Right. Welcome, um, ladies and gentlemen, to the newest episode of Movies Not Music, Eminem, as we like to call it, because we are, um, uh, wow, I completely forgot what that's called. What's that called? Um, not a short uh, form. Acronym? Yes. Yeah. We are acronym. That's an acronym. Uh, acronym extraordinaires. And so, um, you actually are an acronym extraordinaire. Your Instagram handle Oh, that's true. It's just a bunch answer, of acronyms. It's two. It's two acronyms. It's one big acronym. I still just two. read it as Jep Watts. I can't. I can't I, even. That's lie. what you should do, because it has the. It's a good acronym because it has vowels and it sounds like things. You know. Yeah. It's not throwback to J six. <laughs> well, the OG J6 name. Was, it wasn't an acronym, you kn- but. It's not an acronym. Do you know that? Do you know what that is? I'm pretty sure you told me a long time ago. All right, but I well, I'll inform you and the podcast. I'll remind you. Um, J6 is a made-up word, <laughs> and I created it probably when I was in like fourth grade when I made when I made my Xbox gamer tag. J6. It kind of it's <laughs> kind of uh, smooth though. It works well. I think it's cool, dude. It's it's not corny. Like it just it's just a a good name. Yeah, I think it's cool. Uh, I literally I was I don't know how I came up with it. Uh, well, I think. I was probably sitting there, like, fourth grade Jaron, like, ten-year-old Jaron's, like, sitting there in the family room, right? And he's sitting on the carpet, like, staring. He's got his new Xbox 360, and he's like, bro, I gotta come up with a cool name. It's gotta be original. Because my, my older brother was like, dude, you can't have numbers in your name. Only no. losers have numbers in their names. Like, the coolest names never have numbers never. in them. I'm sorry if you have a number in your name, but it's true. And I will admit, actually, my first gamer tag was J6. 45 because my favorite number was 45 i since moved on from the 45 can't do the number chief um for a little while my instagram handle was jaron jaron underscore pike 45 because of that number but anyway i feel like i remember that actually i think i may have yeah it probably wasn't too long ago um i think i i think i came up with the name because my name starts with a j and an a and so I think I like kind of took that and just somehow made something else that kind of sounds half decent. But uh, enough we got about my gamer tag. Um, we could actually so we'll we're talking about begin again today. We're covering it. The John second, Carney, the second movie in our voyage into John Carney's uh, filmography. Um, but after we discuss that, if we wanted to, well, we could maybe talk about me. Uh well no 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 we're gonna I'll might cut why this. the heck would we talk about Jaron <laughs> no I I didn't finish my thought but whatever 
<laughs> you know, I'll leave all of this hear about that. Now. Are you kidding? <laughs> Man. Let's just talk about me for a while. Uh, I want to talk about you know, me. Talk about because I'm just really interesting. I think you know, I'm a. Uh, I'm a fascinating guy. For the sake of everyone else, I'm gonna disagree on everyone's behalf. Okay. Well, let's let's just jump into. I it. think you know what, Jared. You know? Let's do that. Let's just yeah. let's just jump head first into a okay, shallow so I will pool. Say... <laughs> that was hey, that, that was not meant let's to be. Let's break a... our neck on some rocks, bro. Dude, let's <laughs> run it, bro. <laughs> I got a hard floor in my room. You gotta wait. You're you're hard for what? I have a hard floor in my room. <laughs> I can't take this guy anywhere, bro. I'm sorry. I do it. I do it on purpose. <laughs> usually, usually. It's okay. Not everyone usually. can be mature. Okay, so, uh, begin again is my favorite John Carney movie, probably. I, I I'm gonna come out and say I think I liked this more than once. It's a little bit more. It, I think it's more a little bit more died. I think. Sure. Then once. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a little bit more digestible. Like, in a way, like, I think more, it's a more broadly appealing, if that makes sense. I think, I think it just has a more, the other one's a little bit more almost like indie. Like some people would, might be bored with once. Well, I think the other. Uncultured people. With, with once, like, it's very much like you've just taken like just a glimpse into just an unordinary or just standard like month long period of someone's life, which is interesting. And the way it's presented is very neat. And the music is very good with begin again. There is a, like a, a plot line and a timeline going on here and there's more moving parts. There's more to try and piece together as a viewer. So I think in that way it's more engaging I think it's less mundane. Yeah, maybe, maybe if that's a which good is, which it. is one of the strengths to once. I think the, the fact that once is so plain that sounds yeah. like a diss. It, it's what makes it stand out. But begin again is very much more what what you expect when you turn on a movie. I from and, my stance. And you like literally just finished this movie like twenty minutes ago. Yeah, it was so painful. My Wi-Fi kept like cutting in and out i really hope it doesn't do anything while we're recording we almost didn't record today and granted it doesn't cut out and we don't jinx it we should yeah please don't be able to finish recording it's like i was watching <laughs> and then it would just uh pause hmm. and then it would okay. be like hey um, so you're not connected to the internet and then i go back my and first like every first time. question for you my first answer um okay um would be what do you think of the cast? Do you have any thoughts on the cast? Mm. That being, uh, well, no. Go ahead and just answer the question, and I'll I'll do my movie thing after you. Ooh. Right away, who is Dan? What actor is that? Dan. Wait, yeah, Dan. You mean the ex boyfriend? Right. Like the the main oh, and, the main record. Oh wait, guy. my bad, my bad, my bad. I'm confusing names. Maybe David I said the wrong is the, David is no David is the ex boyfriend right or is it Dave? It's yeah, no, like Dave is the ex boyfriend. I'm talking like the main record guy. Yeah, the main character. So that's Mark Ruffalo. He plays. I mean, he's in a lot of movies. He's just a really good actor. But more recently, a lot of younger people will recognize him as the Hulk in the Avengers movies. Oh, he's the Hulk. Crazy. Yes. 
Um, Mark Ruffalo plays the Hulk. So he looks like one of my friend's dads, um, which was kind of like, that's, that's, that's so cool. random. But I was just like, dang, kind of looking <laughs> like Mark. I can't lie. But um, <laughs> uh, as for the cast, it was definitely neat seeing Adam Levine foreshadowing it's not the only movie he's in but he's not in a lot of things quite quite a foreshadowing film with his antics <laughs> on the road um <laughs> am the, the, i wrong wait, hold on hold on now i want i want to talk about the meme the meme that went around and like over the, was it over the <laughs> summer um yeah yeah it was uh, yeah. it was last summer so so for those of you <laughs> who don't know Adam Levine had had a bunch of DMs leaked from women whose DM like he'd be so he has a wife I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. and who's kids pregnant. and kids I don't know if she was pregnant maybe she wasn't but she he at least has kids and he basically got exposed for like being extremely thirsty like his these DMs were like like desperate and people started memeing them and I, he says something along the lines of like oh, the one is so bad. There's one in particular. He is basically when negative Riz started. When that that term, (laughs) Riz kind of took off at the same time as Adam Levine's cheating scandal because he just had so little of it. Like, oh, it was so bad. They were. It was hilarious. Um, but like he says something along the lines of like, "You're so effing hot." Ugh. God, and he's just like, he's like saying all these like one word like texts. He's just like, oh my god you're amazing i can't fathom like it's just like he's like using these words it's like okay bro you're all right he's not the rizzler i think he's older than 40 i think he's pushing 50 at this point i could be wrong um but yeah that's funny funny little side tangent (laughs) but he actually i think does Does, a pretty good job no he does he does a very good job he just plays a douchebag who would cheat on his uh significant other really well surprise not not unsurprisingly and then uh obviously i say what you want about him personally i like his voice a lot just in general i've always i always have um uh and i think it's a very impressive voice as for if i like it I think sometimes sure. it can get annoying because it's almost like too sharp, too shimmery, too. I will say too perfect. I, I would agree to some extent. Sometimes his voice is like it's like too. It's too good. It's like Car- it's like it's a, you... well, it's akin to me. It's like Carrie Underwood. It's too. In your yeah, face exactly. Sometimes. It's like can you show me that you're a little human? Like, can <laughs> you just tremble on that note, or be? A fraction of a beat late there. It's just so always so perfect (laughs) that it kind of takes away. (laughs) Adam, when you're done stripping on stage, can you just like be normal for a second? Okay. Can you just like chill out, bro? Like, come on. Keep and keep your shirt on. Don't and and stop influencing people like uh, Jimmy Allen because we don't need more of that. We don't. You know, we don't need. We don't need. We don't need. You can keep the clothes on, you know. Um, (laughs) also, Jimmy Allen was opening. At that concert. Like, he wasn't even a headliner. And this man is, like, taking his clothes. Have you seen the meme of uh, Patrick Beverly, like, winning a game with the Timberwolves and, like, tearing his jersey off and, like, throwing it into the stands? And it's just like, bro, you won a a game, bro. Like, you just won a game. Like, you didn't even... Man man thinks it's the NBA Finals. (laughs) Sorry. We're getting way off. But 
Um, yeah, Adam Levine's in this movie, and I, I think he does a good I job. I think he does a good job, too. I also liked hearing him. Maybe I haven't dove deep enough into Maroon 5's discography, but I listened to them a lot when I was in like for the most middle part, school, early high school. For the most part, from what I've heard, which isn't like just the hits, but it's not there. I haven't dug deep into their old stuff. It's mostly just like pop rock stuff. But hearing him on in this movie, he plays the character of Dave Cole, who's an up and coming musician. Yeah. And hearing him on specifically, um, real quick. Okay, now I'm gonna finish my thought first. Um, hearing him on the song "Lost Stars," which is kind of like the main hit of the al- of the song, the movie. Oh my gosh. Um, it's a pretty good song. It's a pretty good. I think it's a really good song. Yeah. I also really liked hearing Adam over a folky, yeah, little yeah, like sophisticated uh-huh. guitar ballad. I was like, yep. this is different. Would I? Are there other voices I'd rather be on it? Yes. Do I think? Um, I don't know the actor's name, but do I think the the girl who wrote the song? In oh, the Kiera Knightley. Kiera Knightley plays Kiera Knightley. our main character. Um, remind me her name. I, so just for context, the last time I watched this movie was over the summer, but I've seen it multiple times. Uh, sometimes I watch so many movies that sometimes I struggle with character names. That may, um, what's her, that's fair. Um, what's her, what's her name? Her name was Greta. Greta. See, that's, a, I think, that's, that's not a common one. So actually I, that, you get the pass. Um, yeah, I get a pass. I think I prefer Greta's. Oh, for sure. Whispery. Tone oh my God. It. Dude, so Kara Knightley's so hot. Sorry, we can to, we can get that out of the I way. I had to, I had to get that out we of the way. We can get I'm just attracted. She so made she made hold this on. Movie, she made she made two thousands look okay. <laughs> she made the two thousands. Yeah. Look? This movie was from the early two thousand ten. It was twenty thirteen, but it's yeah. still that holding on to like two thousand seven. Let me wear a leather vest over like. Oh, it's so bad. Oh. I guess. Yeah. <sighs> You seem to have more disdain for like the late two thousands than I do. We've had this conversation before. We have. We have. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, but no, Kara Knightley's voice is actually so. To me, it's really unique. Like I, I've, we both listen to a lot of music, and I have listened to the music from this movie over the past like five years, six years, ever since I first saw it, and I. I can't really find or think of a person's voice who is similar to Kara's voice. Like, obviously, would you maybe... hate me if I said Lizzie McAlpine reminds me of it a little bit? Yeah, I I wouldn't hate you, but I would disagree with you because I think like Phoebe Bridgers and Lizzie uh, McAlpine are more similar uh, than. But than I don't Kara think Phoebe Knightley. Bridgers is that far of a stretch. Hold on. Okay, I think I think maybe what it is is to me. It's more like, it's more like high. No, I'm sorry. I'm sticking, I'm sticking with my like Lizzie McAlpine comparison on that. It's not a horror. There could be way worse comparisons. Yeah. Like if I said it reminds me of like Chris Stapleton, we'd be like, well. Well, yeah. Or Adele. Like that's not like she's a woman, but their voices (laughs) are not. Dude, like (laughs) Lady Gaga. They're the same. Oh gosh. But anyway, her voice is like, what's a good, almost like stringy and light. Whispery, and Lizzie McAlpine's there a little bit, but maybe it's like the Britishness, like because Kara Knightley's British. Maybe yeah, some, she doesn't say a single of... T ever. 
That's not entirely true. Not entirely true. <laughs> yeah, okay, she does not talk like that. Right, right, so... Right then, <laughs> blood, when are we going to record this it... album, bruv? <laughs> I'll smack you up if you don't give me that oh, deal, bruv. Actually, oh, actually, while we're on that, let's talk about the British character. So, James... do you know who James Corden is? Did you just ask me if I know who James Corden is? Look, bro, you don't... I don't know what you do or do not know when it comes to, like... People but in he's, the Hollywood world. But he's not moving. You know what? That's fair. But I know who James Corden is. Yeah. Um, yes. He's a. He's a. He's, he's done a quite late, a few funny skits, actually. The Late Late Show. I forget one of them. Um, um, I think he's actually not that funny, but sometimes he has his shining moments. But I think I've he, I think seen, yeah, he's had he's had a few good skits where I'm just like, you know what? I've seen that a lot of funny. headlines of him being a douchebag, and so I just don't. I really have heard like, that too. Yeah. Um. But you hear that about. Certain famous people, so but he didn't. But he's not even the only one. I in think the movie. he's pretty. He plays like fat. He plays the fat like roommate, like silly guy, pretty well. Like, and he's not annoying. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I, the thing was, I was surprised. I was able to like separate the character from James Corden. Like he, well, yeah. It took he me does a, an actually pretty good job. It took me a second because at first I was like, "Yo, it's James Corden." Like that's funny, but like. After, like, two or three scenes, I was able to pretty well, like, I, I wasn't thinking, look at James Corden in a movie. It was just the character in the movie. I was able to buy into yeah. it. I I actually really like his character because he's very much, like, all in on the, he just, yeah. even though he's not the greatest at, like, music, or even, and he also, okay, let me finish my first thought and then I'll interrupt myself. Um, he's... He's this busker we see, and he's like been doing music for a while. Obviously, he obviously and he obviously doesn't make him a lot of money, judging from the clothes he wears and the apartment that he lives in. Um, but when Greta starts to have more success than him, he doesn't get jealous or anything. He supports her, and they're like, he's like, let's do this. Like, I'm gonna help you. We're gonna do this thing, and this is like, this is your your thing, and I'm gonna help you do it. And I think that's a really cool thing. Because a lot of guys and a lot of people in his position would get toxic and venomous and would not be a homie. So they wouldn't be like that. I actually really like his character. Um, everybody needs a... What's his character's name? Steve. Steve? Yeah. Oh. Everybody needs a Steve in their life, I think. You know? So... Keep you up. While we're on the topic of the cast, because there's another name that I recognized... Not CeeLo Green. Oh, CeeLo not, Green? Not CeeLo Green. But oh. CeeLo Green's really funny, and I like his inclusion in the movie. I like that he's just in this movie. I do. Because he was <laughs> he was at the end of his popularity. Yeah. Because there was like five years where he was like, it was like from like 2008 to 2013, and this was like the end of that. So he's in this movie. But he has a really good uh, feature on a Mac Miller song in 2016, so. Oh, really? He does. Huh. Um, I'm about to check that out. I know I've seen this name before, and this is where you sort of, like, are justified in asking me if I know who James Corden is. Who's Haley Steinfeld? Oh, my goodness. Because I know talk I... about another uh, Talk about another attractive woman. I know I've um, heard that name. So, Haley Steinfeld She didn't marry music. Justin Bieber, did she? Is that a different girl? No, 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 no. That's a different Haley. I think so his it, wife's name is It was Haley. a Haley. Haley Steinfeld is an actress and musician. She's in... Her first big movie role was as a, she was a much younger child actor in the, I think it was 2010, uh, True Grit, was a, and it was a Western. 
So she was like the main. She was one of the two main characters. Grit as a reference to like grits. True grit, as in like if you say somebody's got grit, you know what that means, right? Yeah. If somebody has grit, okay. I didn't know your. You know, Canadians don't know things, so I just thought I'd ask. Um... <laughs> we actually uh, don't know. But any... Haley, Haley Steinfeld actually has a few good. I haven't like listened to a ton of her biography. But it's cool that she's in the song because she's actually pretty good at music. Um, I've heard, she has a song called Rock Bottom that I used to like. But Jaren, six years ago, liked it. I haven't heard it probably in, like, six <laughs> years. So, like, I can't actually vouch if it's good, but I liked it those, at the time. Those songs go crazy, though. There are some songs I have that I really liked, like, years ago. And it's like, I listen back sure. now, and I'm like, okay, this song sucks but personally this is going really hard right now right there right. is one it's and a lot of it's nostalgia i have yeah. a like very recent example because it just like it just came on the other day i forget if i like shut just shuffled my music or something but it came on it was the most random thing i was obsessed with it for like let's say like three weeks maybe in the summer uh of 2018, which is freakishly five years ago now. Don't know how I found it. Tokyo Nights by Digital Farm Animals, Sean Frank, and Dragonette. I don't know how I found it. I don't really follow any of those people. The song, I listened back the other day. I was like, this kind of sucks, but the nostalgia is crazy. So if you want to listen to a song that you hmm. cannot nostalgically connect to, but you can hear and think, wow, somewhere in the Great White North, there is... A man named Evan, vibing like crazy right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's kind of, I was like, shoot, I forgot this song existed, That's but it's going crazy. crazy. <laughs> That's how. Oh, actually, I have a slightly relevant story. So I used to vibe That's a first mega hard to Imagine Dragons' first album, and I know there's a couple really big hits off of it that I'll, like everybody will know, but like literally every other song, nobody knows. And I only know one of their Imagine like Dragon songs. One of one of their album cuts off of their first album came on in Cheesecake Factory while I was there with Grady, and we're both in the bathroom. <laughs> and I've, I look Jared at Grady, and Grady and I'm like, just casually in the bathroom together. What do you think is going well, yeah. on in there? Like, <laughs> well, well, funnily enough, we ended up talking about going music. down in the stall. <laughs> uh, but like, I look at Grady, and I'm like. This is Imagine Dragons, and it's not one of their like popular songs. And he's like, "You're right." It it was. I'm trying to think of what uh, song it was. It was off of Night Visions, their 2012 album. Holy crap, bro! Why do they have was, so many versions of all the songs? I think it was "Hear Me," but I could be. I could be. The wrong. expanded edition is 54 or it could have been songs. Left to say. That's gross. Of what? Of night visions. Oh Jesus! I didn't realize they did a. <laughs> what is this? Yeah, no. When I talk about night visions, oh my goodness! What is? Where did all these songs come from? So they added a bunch of live things. Okay, so there's. Okay, so it's technically. Oh my goodness! I don't know what I'm. This is. We're off track, but I don't even care. Okay, so the, there's four discs. The fourth disc is a bunch of remakes. Oh my goodness! Well, there's, <laughs> There's seven, there's seven, there's eight remixes of It's, it's Time. It's Time has so oh, many, bro. Oh my goodness. And then there's two live versions of It's Time. What is, what is this? They're just dumping, what is happening? <laughs> what have we discovered? What is this? You're um, welcome. 
I don't understand. So it looks like it like kind of starts out as like a deluxe anniversary. And then once you get past the second disc, it's just live recordings and uh, probably not very good remixes. But I stand by the fact that Night Visions, their first album, is actually a goaded album. And so is their second album. Um, the non-deluxe versions. the un- Just the unadulterated uh, release day versions. Um, but uh, back on to the Haley Steinfeld thing. Um, if you were to... Uh, get curious and venture out, and which you should because this is a good uh, soundtrack. Um, but it, uh, you can find literally every song that's performed by Kira Knightley and Adam Levine in this movie on streaming. And there's a version of Tell Me If You Want to Go Home where in the movie, Haley Steinfeld has a guitar solo. Her character does. Um, and I guess we should say Haley Steinfeld plays... Um, Mark Ruffalo's character's daughter. I think his name his name is Dan, right? Yeah. So Dan's daughter is played by Haley Steinfeld, and she kind of dabbles in guitar. And she's not like a like a prodigy, but she's like competent, like competent enough to kind of throw together a solo that's decent. And the version of "Tell Me If You Want to Go Home" with that solo, I think, is just really good. Like really good. I really enjoy it. Um. I like how open and breathable the songs that they write in the movie, like all the songs that Greta's character puts together. They're right up my alley, bro. With Dan, are just very like. They breathe a lot. Um, they there's use some, my there's favorite some chord. Oh it's yeah. Like, I don't even know what it's called. I ain't gonna lie. But if anyone plays guitar, fake, fake, fake chord fan. Dude, here. I have no theory. I don't. I don't <laughs> have enough. formal theory at all. I don't either. But if you so. play a C major 7 chord, which is also one of my favorite chords of all time, and then just slap a G on the bottom, and you have... Just slap a G on it, bro. You have one of the... Hold up, hold up. Y'all gotta hear this chord. Okay, it is okay. so pretty. Ble- bless our ears. Play it for our drums. I know Jared's drums. talking crap, but it's okay. Because I'm, I'm not to talking the prettiest crap. chord of all time. So you Evan's got a petty, well, not seven. talking crap. Evan's a petty little boy. Beautiful. Do I get closer. Mike? Get closer. Beautiful. Just put a G on the bottom. That's all you need. Ready? Oh, my gosh. And you can be Noah Khan. <laughs> you can literally be him. Yeah. Well, all you gotta we do are Noah Capo Khan. Capo on four. Are, not we. And you got one of the best Noah Khan songs on Stick Season, Ever Everything. Oh, great. Evan's turning into one of those guys that plays the guitar when you go to high school, too. You're, got, you, you're like, you really don't have to play. And then Evan's like... <laughs> okay, it's this been is a long clip. Year. <laughs> Would we survive in a horror movie... <laughs> I doubt it. We're too slow moving. And we trust everyone we meet. And then you just go to a normal G. Yep. That's how you be Noah Khan. Just grow a beard, really long hair. I'm kind of upset list. that Evan didn't sing that. Mm, this is getting clipped. Clip this, Jaren. <sighs> Sorry, on, I just had to rant about that, whatever that chord is called, because it is beautiful. 
No, no, it was good. It was good. <laughs> Do you like my it performance? Was. Also, I actually wasn't talking crap, and then you said that, and then I called you petty. <laughs> <laughs> so then I, so then I, I did. I deserved crap. it. <laughs> um, where were we though? Oh, we had been talking about Haley Steinfeld, but yeah, the music is just. I do think, well, I'll just say it. I, I think not only is this my favorite John Carney movie, I think it is the best one. Just, it's the best one. Um, I think it has the best music, although there are some days where I vibe heavy with some a few of the tracks on Once, um, on Once's soundtrack. But, like, the guitar solo in um, Tell Me If You Want to Go Home, when it comes in, and this is the driving drums. And, bro, I normally don't give a flying toot about tambourine, but you can hear some tambourine <laughs> in the background of that song. Tambourine and it's goes like, crazy. Okay. Okay. Tambourine goes All crazy. Right. It really does. It really does. Crazy. Um, but I, one of my, uh, I know I say this every episode, and I know I say that every episode, and I'm doing this thing again where I acknowledge things that I say, and I need to stop doing ah! it. Um, but talk speak i really like the kind of character arc that mark ruffalo's character goes through yes um it's like my favorite it's like just my favorite thing about this movie excluding the music uh, um, i have a different favorite moment i ain't gonna lie okay um but i really i like seeing like him as a washed up producer who find who discovers greta and they kind of do this thing together, and they're like, okay, let's do this. And then he kind of, with kind of Greta, him and Greta starting this their relationship kind of acts as a catalyst for him to repair his relationship with his ex-wife and, and his, daughter. his daughter. And I like seeing him learn to kind of be present, a better yeah. father and be more present. Um, but you also learn that a lot of his, uh, shortcomings are not entirely his fault, which I like because yeah. I find that more, I find that to be more realistic than just the, oh, it's the father who doesn't want to be with his family. No, it's not that he doesn't want to be with them. It's that there, it's like, it's deeper than that. Yeah. And that's like, you, you find out his wife had kind of cheated on him. And so he kind of, the reason he left was mostly because of that. Not, it had nothing to do with his daughter and so his daughter has kind of been hurt as a result of both of their mistakes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really cool. I really like the scene where him and his wife, he talk, well, he, he, him and he talks about how with Greta, he talks about how him and his wife just like walked around and listened to like, yeah, CD player together and him and Greta do that with an MP3 player at one point, And then later in the movie, right at the end, um, yeah, right at the end, him and his wife do that, and it's kind of this full circle moment. Like, it's just very wholesome. It's interesting because you get the full um, circle of, um, gosh, I guess like Mark Ruffalo and his wife, their relationship gets back together, but we're left on a cliffhanger of what happens with Greta and uh, Dave Cole. Yeah, no, she's not getting back mean. together with Dave. That's not not happening. happening. Okay. No. But no. this is my favorite. Ain't no way. This is my favorite. If Greta goes in- back with Dave, she's a fool. <laughs> oh my gosh. And there's literally a song. There's a song in this movie called I figured you're, Like a Fool. I figured you were making a reference to that. Um, <laughs> my favorite like individual scene or moment in the movie is right at the end when. So Adam Levine or Dave Cole 
comes back to Greta in New York. He's like, we need to meet up and talk. And this is after he's hey, cheated wait. on her, gone on big tour. Yeah. Yo, yeah, I was going to say, he at one, well, there, okay, so the whole, I'll try to quickly, they were boyfriend and girlfriend, they wrote songs together, his career kind of started to blow up a little bit, He he's able to meet, he meets with a record label, he signs a deal with them, his career starts to, like, quickly accelerate, and Greta's kind of left in the dust. Like, three months into this happening, Greta discovers that Dave has cheated on her, and might I say that Dave takes a mighty great L because the woman that he cheats on Greta with is an L. Just not, I'm not trying to demean that person as a character, but also as an actual real life person in real life. <laughs> but like, Kira Knightley is a queen. <laughs> and you, and, and you, you did not do, you did not do things that were good. <laughs> You just fumbled the bag mighty heavy heavily, fumble, good sir. bro. Heavy yeah, fumble. Yeah. It was be- it was a major, major fumble. It's like I getting like two, she- bro. It's like you're in OT in the Grey Cup because the Super Bowl is yeah. trash, and yeah. you get right. OT. You get like punt return. You go right to the touchdown line, and instead of touching, you just turn around and launch the ball the other way. That's what he did. But yeah, um, Dave's a chump, and Greta should not get back with him. You're right; it's not totally resolved. But I take her walking out at the end as the resolution, as, which as the resolution. that so le- the reason why it's my favorite part. So Dave comes back, and he wound up cutting one of her songs. This really special one called "Lost Stars," which I think from I've only seen the movie. I haven't like listened to the song in the songs separate from the movie, but sure. From that, um, you hear it a few times. I think Lost Stars is the standout. It's so pretty. It's the one that I think uses that C major 7G chord, whatever. So Dave Cole, or Adam Levine, cuts that, and he he's going to put it on his album, and he comes back to play her the version, the master that he has come up with for that song, and she hates it because oh, the yeah. song originally, when they wrote it together, was just a really soft acoustic ballad and it's so pretty yeah. whereas he kind of turns it into like this pop rock it's it very it's yeah. like a thomas rett song honestly um the th- i will say the more produced version is not bad it's not um, bad but she says like but, i don't like it you it lost its soul that's not what the yeah. song was supposed to be and mm-hmm. so she gets really mad and then basically he invites her out to a show and says, just listen to it. Look at how the people react to it. And he goes to play the song and she's just there in the corner. He doesn't know he's, he doesn't know she's there, but he says, this is a very special song that a very special woman wrote. And mm-hmm. if she's here, there's a guitar waiting up here for you. If you want to come play it, if she, he's like, I don't know if you're here or not. And it's, there is a guitar waiting for her. She never goes up, even though she was there. Um, and he starts playing it and he starts playing it as the original version. He start the song starts, maybe yeah. the song starts like really acoustic, and it's like oh shoot, maybe he listened to her and he's playing the version she wanted the world to hear. She he's playing the version that might not do as well commercially, but is what the song is supposed to be. But then, like halfway through, the whole band comes in, and then by the bridge, it is just back to this pop rock belter, and at that moment. 
she turns around and walks out of the venue and leaves. And it is so awesome because it's just like, take your stand. I, I, I love that scene. Yeah. I, it, it's one of the standout scenes, I think. Cause that's, that is Greta. Greta is becoming her own person in that moment. Yeah. Like officially, like it's kind of her, like that's the final step. Um, and I like that they decide to just release her album like digitally online, just like basically for, I think if she does it for free, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is a very cool, like independent thing to do. Uh, just... Wait, is it free? Or it's available for download. Like it's not, she do, she's doing it independently. Yeah. Is the... And it sells 10,000 copies in one free. day. Yeah. And she does pretty good for an independent artist. Um, it's a, I think you, the that Thomas Rhett comparison you did was was good, but I will say, when Thomas Rhett overproduces his songs, it's way worse. Like it just is. Fair, fair. <laughs> um, and the the overprodu the the produced version of Lost Stars is still, is still a banger. I think, I think like it's not a it's not the bastardization of like angels. No, it's not know? bad. It's not bad, but it's just yeah. not what she yeah. wanted the song to be. And so and, that, and I cool. and not, but I do agree with her. I think the I like the acoustic version better. better. Yeah, yeah, but I'll listen to both for sure. Um, oh, I should rate it on Letterboxd. Oh, you should. You could do that right now while I'm talking. Um, Got any trivia? Whoa, there's the there's one other song I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, and I there's other move like okay so. In another movie that we will eventually cover, not a John Carney film, um, but it, it's, it shares some similarities in terms of sentiment towards music, where there's one character who is kind of a purist and is a little bit more simple and like traditional, and the other person's like, well, I want to experiment and try these new things, and this is what sells, and like that kind of stuff. So there's a song on this record that um, Dave it's a song that he writes apart from um, Greta and it's called a higher place. And it's very much a poppy song, but I will fully admit, <sighs> I, th I think it's a banger. I, it has so much energy and bro roll the windows down in the summer to that song and just go speeding. Like it's, it's a vibe. <laughs> it's really good. I really it like works. it. It's like it, yeah, and so I, sometimes I feel guilty because it's like, I feel like I'm not supposed to like this song, but I really like it. Like it's, And that's the case with uh, La La Land. That was the other movie I was referencing. There's a uh, a scene in which uh, they play a jazz song, and it starts out very traditional jazz, and then it becomes like this neo-jazz electronic pop funk thing. And at first... The first time I saw it, I was like, this isn't that good. But then as I watched them, I've seen the movie like six times. Like, I've started to kind of be like, okay, I kind of like this movie, but I'm... Or not this movie. This song, but I'm not supposed to. So it's like a very conflicting thing like that. Um, I'll go ahead and say what how I would rate this. Um, I'm curious. I need to check my letterbox score, actually. But this is like a... This isn't a perfect movie. I think there are better movies, but like my bias... This is, like, one of my favorite movies ever. Like, easily. Um, for a while, I actually had it as one of my favorite movies on Letterboxd. Um, let, me, let me check what I gave it. Um, begin again. 
I gave it four stars, so that'd be an eight out of ten. I might even be tempted to give that. I'm gonna, you know what? Four and a half, just because. I gave it four and a half. I really liked it. Yeah, just because we're talking about it, I want to give it a. I feel like giving it a higher score. You should um, uh, check my review. I will. Adam Levine out here in 2022, still wild and like Dave Cole, crazy. Also, Dave has the same last name as a major uh, um, clothing brand chain. Do you guys have Coles in Canada? K-O-H-L? Yeah, K-O-H-L-S. Coles. What does it look like? It's like nah. just a big... No? Interesting. I wonder if you have them anywhere in Canada. Maybe not. Um, but the, maybe... And that honestly... Col- oh, we well, do. no. There, we... there are Coles in... There, huh? there, are, there are Coles in Canada. Just not around where you are. Speaking of speaking of things that aren't really in Canada, but now are. Chick fil A. So Oh. I has that never really been I went in to Canada? uh I was gone at a little 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 youth thing for the church. <laughs> a little, little thing up to one of the colleges. And Yeah, a little a little thing at a at a at a, at a little at Bible a undisclosed location. It was a lot of fun. On the way back Everyone was like, should we get Chick-fil-A? I'm like, you stopped at the filet. I've never had Chick-fil-A. And they're like, huh? (laughs) You've never had Chick-fil-A? Dude, it's the best thing ever. So I was like, fine, let's run it. We went to Chick-fil-A. Oh, no. Okay. Did you have a bad experience or were you just underwhelmed? Painfully underwhelmed. Like, Hmm. they hyped it up like it was genuinely the greatest thing. Which Some people hype it up too much. It's just it's just the best fast food chicken, I think. Like, in terms of a chicken sandwich. No, bro. I'm sorry. Where would you go for a I better chicken it. sandwich? Dude, there's one place called Mary Brown's. And Mary Is Brown's that fast food? Uh, yeah, it can be. Like, you okay, can well, I, okay. For reference, I'm specifically talking about chicken sandwiches, and I guess I should rephrase what I said. I actually think Popeye's has a better chicken sandwich than Chick-fil-A. Because um, it's, like, crispy... And Chick-fil-A's is, like, softer, if that makes sense. But I'm still a fan of Chick-fil-A. Did you get a deluxe? Did you get a spicy? What, like, what was the, I got, what was the uh, order I got a here? grilled chicken sandwich, the one with, like, Oh, what stuff. the? What? Whoa, Bro, that's whoa, what whoa. half the other people got. Oh, my goodness. Freaking I was Canadians. told to get it. Get an original chicken sandwich. Okay, maybe what I will the... next time. But just so you oh know, the Chick-fil-A goodness. sauce, bro, that's just honey mustard, and it's kind of <laughs> kind of not crazy. And the waffle fries are so I will salty. Tell you. So salty. <laughs> like, low-key, okay. nine times out of nine days out of ten, I'm going to Wendy's, bro. Like, Okay, I will say <laughs> this. Your Chick-fil-A, like, this is a Chick-fil-A in Canada. I have who knows what they're doing there. That's who also knows? true. But they were um, hyping it up. And I will also say this. I've heard that the grilled chicken sandwiches are like solid, but not as good as like the standard breaded Noted chicken. Noted for next time. I'll note that for next time. But I'm And also, I always get I always get spicy. I always get a spicy deluxe. I'm also lettuce, gonna fully take cheese. into consideration your claim of it just being whack in Canada. Because I've been to American Tim Hortons, and oh my gosh, yeah, they're sure. disgraceful. The chains so, are for sure different when, like, out, like any McDonald's outside of 
Canada and the U.S. is going to so be like different. completely different. Yeah, yeah. So maybe so playing think... Canada sucks, but at least yeah. when I went to those those Christian really... Canadians are cooking the chicken a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have chickens so, in Canada because I I really enjoy their waffle fries, but I actually don't go to Chick Fil A often because for for a few reasons it's on the higher it's on the higher end of fast food, so it's a little bit more expensive. Yeah, and there's not one that's like immediately close to me. Like the closest one is like 25 minutes away. Yeah. Um. So, I don't go a lot. Um. There is a Popeyes that's only like eight minutes away from. I me, haven't been so to Popeyes, Popeyes either, the but they time. were saying Popeyes is good. Popeyes has an absolutely busting spicy chicken sandwich. Their 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 uh, spicy mayo sauce is like, oh, so good, bro. Noted. It's so good. Uh, should we um, should we begin to wind this very focused episode down? I get I, I guess we should. <laughs> um, I uh, I'll give like an official. I so to clearly state, I gave it a nine out of ten or a four and a half out of five. If you're on Letterboxd, I think Evan gave the same thing. Four and a half out of um, five. If you are into movies that aren't musicals but have music in them and specifically good music, this is like the top of my recommendation list. Um, and it's just so good. Um, everything's good about it. Everything. Indeed. Um, so yeah, um, tune in next, next, not week, next, cause next week will be a normal. So tune in next episode of Eminem when we finish the John Carney movies and we'll do Sing Street. He's only done three. We'll do after that. Um, he might have done some other stuff, but he like like I said, I think I mentioned in the last episode. He kind of just does them for. He just like. He's not a director that just like does things. He like does like he wrote this movie alone and then directed it, and I think he did the same thing with Once. So like he does things that he seems to be like invested in. Yeah, and it typically, so far the trend is music because his next movie, um, will be about the Bee Gees. Which is a band, so, um, but that will be his first biopic because all his other movies have been like original, like not like based on anything. not true. Yeah, they're ten, like they're fiction. Um, but this one, this this new one will be a based on an actual band. So I'm interested to see what that's like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope you guys are enjoying this journey through these movies because a lot of people. Um, don't know about John Cardi. So, uh, did I, did I say Cardi? Cardi B. Oh, that's awkward. Cardi B. Um, <laughs> yo, documentary on Cardi B. Uh, but if you're enjoying the uh, John Carney stuff, if you haven't given a review, please give a review. Um, comment if you're on YouTube. Um, do all that stuff. Subscribe, like, and give me a big old kiss. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Movies Not Music. If you enjoyed, be sure to leave a comment below. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, you can find both of us on Instagram at the Waves on the Shore and our personal accounts, myself, Evan, at the Overshore, and Jaron at J-E-P-W-O-T-S.